Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Keeson. With me on the show today, Debbie G and Neo Positivity. This is your daily dose of happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. We did have a guest planned for today. Uh, his name is Barry Niccolo, and uh, unfortunately, poor Barry got himself a case of COVID to the point where he lost his voice. It's kind of hard to do a podcast when you don't have a voice, so we're going to wish him well, and uh, hopefully he'll be able to schedule a time to come join us again, although the way we're booked out right now, it probably won't be till July, but we'll, we'll, we'll get him back on at some point when he's healthy once again. But uh, in the meantime, I have two very healthy and happy people joining me today, Dibby and Neo. And, and guys, I just finished doing an episode. I'm doing this as a, as a, a second back-to-back episode. The first one was about cryptocurrency. And uh, so I'm, I'm kind of jazzed already. Now, when we do these shows, they jazz me up. So I'm going to be interested to see, now that I'm already jazzed, how much higher does my jazz go? Sugar high. Coffee high. <laughs> sugar high. You're going to be bouncing off the walls after we're done. Well, I'm going to try to avoid the sugar high because that's usually followed by an immediate crash. I don't really like that one too much. But, yes, I get the idea of the high part. Yeah, because sugar is, is not good for you. This is good. No, but you yeah, shouldn't crash. Is, yeah, there's plus, no crash. I got, some, I got some interesting topics we can cover today. Okay. Some, so what's going on? Recent development. Well, first, I want to say hi to Debbie G. You know, hey. hashtag we love Debbie G in the comments, everybody. What's up? <laughs> I turned my mic down. I realized like I'm doing these lives and I'm like screaming at you. All. <laughs> What's going on? Well, I, I, I looked at the mic volume and I'm like, no wonder I sound like I'm screaming at everybody because I am. Well, that would explain I, it. I'm telling you what. How I'm going to tell you that, that I have had some good experiences this week with Allowing flow, letting go, and just being good with wherever and whenever Ooh. and however and yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh. Man, and I did a big old self-love fest on Unify. Very nice. Was, which was totally awesome. And yeah, I, yeah. Okay, listen, y'all. Listen, I'm going to tell you. I've been doing this for a minute. And I had – it was an insane after effect of the lunar energy – Mercury retrograde, the resonance on our planet was higher than it's ever been recorded, ever. Ooh. And I have, <laughs> I had every tech issue. It was so great. It's <laughs> an interesting way to express it. I had every tech issue. It was so yeah, great. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. No, well, you know what? And here's, here's, here's the gig. You can't change what's happening by getting upset about it. So what no. I did is, I did a couple of re-records. Now we're going to have the replay come up and without any of those errors. And, and I love that. But life is an opportunity to review what you think is an error and realize that when you go with the flow, it all still goes out. It all works out exactly as it should, no matter what. Yes. And I just wound up without any stress about how it worked out because I just said, it's, this it. isn't, well, it's not about me, you know? F it. <laughs> I did say that. I did say F it. I say F it hard. Yeah. Mm. Done. Done and done. Once you can reach that level, you're unstoppable. You are unstoppable. And then stuff just seems to line up. You would think that obsessing over whatever tech or whatever issue in life is going to get it fixed. The more energy you put into something, you get out of it. But there's a level of it that you just got to throw your hands up sometimes and say, you know what? 
I'm not in control of this anyway. You know, the universe is going to do what it does. Yeah, I do manifest outcomes, but the in-between is never what I anticipate to be. So let me just chill back and stay present. Like she was saying, stay present as much as you can. And, and it's uh, odd when, you, life. When, when you're in the middle of that, too, when you're in the middle of that craziness that happens, when you can maintain the perspective you guys are talking about, because that's really what it is. That's a perspective. Then the craziness happens, but somehow it doesn't seem to touch you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I like it's right there. It's part of your life. You can see it. It just doesn't seem to affect you, which is weird. I was laughing. I was behind the scenes cracking up, going, wait a minute. I sound checked this person. How could the... <laughs> All right. Damn. Okay. Nice. The frequency was so high that night. And also one of the people was, she's J.B. Lou from Mount Shasta playing, you know, those bowls I talked about, how I saw those bowls when I went to Mount Shasta. Mm-hmm. Well, she has a few of those. Oh, I just recorded, re-recorded her this morning. And see, let me tell you, this all happened for me so that I could re-record and sit there okay. and listen to seven minutes of the most out of this world sound you've ever heard in your life. Wow. Oh, and for those watching you listening, tune in tomorrow on Unified Women Rising because I'm going to play a, a, t- a titty bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Neo sitting there scratching his head. <laughs> <laughs> We're going there today. That's where we're going. <laughs> I can't control what comes out of my mouth. It just, oh, I open. Once a month, you take it to some crazy places. Oh, that's a, funny. A what? A titty bit, honey. A titty bit. So, it could so be a Neil, lot of it or a titty bit. I don't know. An itty titty bit. I titty. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so Neil, you, you said you had something to, that you wanted to bring up. What is it you wanted to bring up? What's going on, Neil? Um, flesh in the muscles. He's just thrown. He's totally thrown. You know what? Walt I wanted almost, to know. I almost circled back. Maybe we could spend another thirty seconds here. But um, no. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I the no muscle up here, and and using it like when you hear people talk about the law of attraction, being still and present, and all the other stuff. They they talk about, or at least the good ones talk about. You know, every time you wake up, let's say, to the moment, life is going on and you proactively, let me wake up to the moment and be still and take it in and do my little mental exercise. Every time you do that, it's kind of like you're working out. You're flexing that muscle. You're making it better and stronger at waking you up, just the act of waking up and then incorporating that muscle memory into everything. Because if you if you really see it like that, it'll make you want to do it more often. And that's okay. what we're trying to get people to do want to do it more often because if they don't want to do it they're not going to do it so in the spirit of you know that i was really just thinking about that i just had a conversation i should have done a podcast with one of my friends and we were just talking about it and i said man i got to bring it up during the show um and see how you guys respond and react and hold yourself accountable for flexing these muscles oh mr kata (laughs) down on the bottom i got it i got it i got it i this is so hot so this is what's great if you all notice what is going on when Neo when Neo's talking, I'm like, oh, you too, huh? It's going on in the collective. We're getting called out right now hard. I got called out by spirit last night, and it was like this. You're an excellent teacher, little missy, but you have to be living 
every single aspect of it if you're going to teach it. That means if I'm teaching self-love, I can't put myself aside while I do other stuff and ignore what, ignore me at all. I'm not allowed to not do my practices. I'm not allowed to do any of this. I got called out hard. And I said, game on. All right, game on. So what the decision is today, how do I hold myself accountable? I'll talk to Josie Herndon. You guys have met Josie. And I'm like, Josie, mm-hmm. Josie and I are talking. So today we have today, starting right now, no pussyfooting around, no no procrastinating. I'm going to start this on Monday. Start this week out fresh. You're going to start right now this very second and quit using that old excuse. Here's why. Because there's no better time than now. You don't even know that you're going to be here Monday. So at least you went out knowing you started. That's why. So today I'm doing two things differently. We're not going to eat out for – I'm going to do one week and then I'm going to add another thing. And back to intermittent fasting, Josie and I are going to walk – at 7 a.m., Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, it's on the schedule. And we have a meditation to do every day along with our mindset. And that makes me want to go and get it. But basically, it's telling yourself, your brain, the thing that the muscle that Neil's talking about here, it's telling your brain and it's telling your ego, listen, I know you're trying to protect me and I fully understand that, but I'm good. I got it. I got this, man. I got this. It's telling the ego, I see you, I love you, I acknowledge, I see you over there wanting to do your three-year-old fit, and I, I know that that's always worked for you. But it's not so, it's not really, I, it's not necessary anymore. So thank you, I got, I've got this. Thank you, I've got this. Thank you, I've got this all week long. That is the mindset. Thank you, I've got this. And you're telling yourself, you've got this. Because the only person who's going to show up for you is you. But you got to start. And if you say, well, I'll start next Wednesday. Well, that's a hamburger today. Can I get a hamburger today and I'll, for a, I'll give you money on Tuesday for a hamburger today? Or mm-hmm. what that little fat hamburger eating gremlin and Popeye say? <laughs> Wimpy, Mr. Wimpy. <laughs> Mr. Wimpy. Oh, and he's even called Mr. Wimpy because he he's, a, cause, cause, cause he's a wimp. Pretty straightforward. That's exactly. I know. What it is. You know. Yeah. Wait, were they trying to teach us this like back? In I, I, there was. Days? There were messages going hell? on. Yeah. I mean, some of the Eat messages in those early cartoons were were messy, but some of them were actually pretty good. And that was Eat one of the good spinach? ones. Eat your spinach. Was that one of them? Like you. Yeah, that's one of them. Spinach. Yeah, oh, that was hardcore. Vegetables make you strong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though spinach doesn't. Uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> at all. <laughs> it was a lie. <laughs> Well, it does give you vitamins. That's something good, you know. So you have to give it credit yeah. for that, I guess. Why were yeah, they really trying true. to pump spinach, though? Out of all the vegetables, why would they choose that one to pump? Maybe it was the sponsor. I don't know. Could they be done like beets. If they were done beets, we'd be walking around. The NFL would be insane. <laughs> Seriously, like, like we'd have like <laughs> the strongest blood cells ever. Everybody would be Walt's height, and they'd all be zero percent body fat. It'd be insane. They should have pumped beets. <laughs> I, I'm not even going to disagree. I'm not going to do it. But okay, so accountability. There you go, Walt. Well, I'll I'll tell you what. My my journey lately has been more along the lines of rather than trying to hold myself accountable, it was to stop beating myself up. Because that's really that that's been my bigger issue for a long time now. And 
I've had plenty of reasons to beat myself up lately, um, largely because uh, we got the gardening business open. This is gardening season here, um, and May is always our biggest month except this year. We, we have plenty of, of um, customers. We got customers waiting long, long lists. So the gardeners weren't showing up. And all of a sudden, I was dealing with labor shortages and trying to figure out how high do I need to go to bid, bid up the wages and all that kind of stuff. And we're finally starting to iron it out. But I had plenty of opportunity to go into panic mode. And I actually did go into panic mode a few times. But then I remembered something, and that was stop beating yourself up. You're doing the best you can. It's all going to work out. You know, like you were saying before, it's all it all works out. You know, you just have to kind of let it work out the way it's going to work out. It's going to be okay. And we still, it's not like the customers are all going away. You know, we've lost a couple who said, oh, we're not going to wait. But the rest of them, they're all just lined up. All I got to do is just get the new gardeners in here and we're good. So stop beating yourself up over the fact that you don't have enough gardeners right now. And once I took that perspective, everything got better. What did you, what'd you tell yourself instead? It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I, that's the common word right now. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Joe, I was saying that this weekend, last weekend. I was like, it's going to be okay. Like, that's the, that's the, that is, that's word. That's it. It's going to and, be well, okay. And there's also something else I've been saying, and that is, well, there's nothing you can do about it other than what you're doing. It's not like you haven't done enough. I, I was doing everything that I could think of to do. And right. maybe a few things beyond that. So I had done everything I could do. When you've done everything that you can do or you're in the process of doing everything that you can do, what's the point of continuing to beat yourself up because you aren't doing enough? Everybody's always well, doing the best they can do with what they've got. When, when it comes to doing the best that you could do, I try to scrub all of that before it even hits me. And mm. So it doesn't, it doesn't even hit me anymore like that. So when I hear you say that, I'm like, wow, I have to share this. Um, but it, that just comes with like – I'll give you an example in the movie straight out of Compton when the guy's brother died and he was supposed to have him with him that night. He's like, oh man. And his friend said it couldn't have happened any other way. You know, that's how he, that's how he chose to, uh, you know, console him in that moment. And that's what it is. That's exactly what was meant to happen. Therefore, there's no list of, there's no me relisting what I could have done. Hmm, All that gets scrapped. Um, plus the fact that we can't build a time machine yet. Um, kind of just, Makes like me want to go past that. Yeah, it just makes me want to scrap right past all that. Actually, you you get you. We don't need the time machine. We just have to quantum jump. That's what I'm waiting for. Just okay, need to well, unlock that portion of the mind. Okay, so I have that. By something. You got. You've got to take Pam Osley's course. Oh, I'm gonna tell you the her quantum leap course. Woo! Let me tell I you. Was, I didn't know it was a course in quantum leaping. That's interesting. Yeah, oh right. gosh, yeah. Oh, Burt Goldman, he's like one of the my favorite originals on quantum jumping. It was the mm. he's the coolest dude. Oh yeah, he didn't even start this till his later sixties. He goes quantum jumping and he jumps. He comes back and he he connects with all of the artists, you know, Rembrandt and Picasso. And he comes back and now he can paint it like at the Picasso. <laughs> and I mean, no, seriously, like there are people who, and I'm one, who said, okay, well, if this is true, I'm going to challenge it. So I was having a Zen weekend mm-hmm. and I went quantum jumping and I connected with a piano, with, with, with a pianist. With, I, I don't know how to play the piano. I knew how to play the guitar. I read music when I was a kid. I played clarinet, never played piano, even though my hands literally could reach more than an octave because that's mm-hmm. just the really, really long fingers. Yeah. So, clarinets are tough. Seriously. 
I sit down at the piano. Now, I do this meditation, this quantum thing, and I'm still all in my freaking hazy thing. And I get my phone, which I still have the recording I can show you guys. And I sit down at the piano and I start to play. Mm -hmm. And as I sit there and I start to play, I trail off. Now, it's recording me. So I watch it afterwards, and I mean, it's just a trip. You can see when I kind of come to and then when I kind of go away. Well, Mm -hmm. when I'm away, I am literally playing um, as time goes by. A kiss is just a kiss. A sigh is just a sigh as time goes by. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's I'll have to bring this up and, and show you. But the fact is, is that life is one big giant experiment don't take my word for it go try it think i'm crazy well okay whatever whatever you can think i don't really that's not the point we have power we have the power we got you got the power (laughs) more than we know more than we know by the way i i I can share what you're talking about with um playing the piano because i i got a keyboard from my brother for christmas and i've been playing with it since then pretty continuously and I, I haven't done a whole lot with just kind of letting go, but there there have been times lately where I've been just kind of like, you know, putting my toe in that water, kind of. And when I do that, I just I, I just start seeing what I can make sounds out of the, out of the keys. You know, I'm not trying to play a song. I'm not trying to play a particular piece. Just what sounds come out, like what chording patterns sound nice and so forth. And I end up playing things that don't sound like anything I've ever heard before, which is cool. I mean, I, it's not anything I'm ready to play in public just yet, but there's, there's, there's sound coming out through the experience of just letting sound come out that I have never heard before. That's dope. You know I love why? It. I, bet it, I, I would like to, I, and I believe that this is true now. You can't hold me to it. I haven't croaked yet, so <laughs> oh, I could just be barking up. I could just be talking out my patootie right now. Well, you never know. Well, even so, when you do that, you're great, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, thank you. I do yeah. know that. But that's – anyway, so music. We are music. We are the essence of sure. life. We are notes. The first thing on this planet was sound and vibration, and that's through nature. Nature has its own sound, its own vibration. The wind blows. The wind makes sounds. You can hear the change in the frequency. We are that. We are nature. We're just a human, talking, breathing form of nature. We're just a giant fungus, really. If you reach, watch the fabulous fungi, you'll see. But we are music. That is the essence of our soul. And in fact, when you're a musician, and I know this is true, what you're hearing when you play for another person, you are hearing their soul. Period. I like that. So when you're playing, Walt, and you're allowing the flow, you're playing you're actually imprinting the song of your soul. That's what you're hearing, which is why your ears like it. I think you're right. I think that's exactly what's happening. I, I can't yeah. confirm it, but it feels good. It, no, yeah. it, it makes sense. Seriously, that, that as I think about what it's like when I'm actually just sitting there and pressing keys and experiencing the sound, what you just described matches it beautifully. Mm, it really it does. Out. Yeah. It exactly. is. Yeah. It's an amazing music. Music is the essence of all things. Music is the thing, the, the one thing that's universal. True. Doesn't matter. You don't have to love it, but it's universal. It is. I, classical music's like probably really, that's really universal. And the reason why is that's because of the thing. key. Well, the key that it was made in, so it's a lot different, you see. 
that was made in 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 the 132 that was made in the in in a different healing frequency which got changed later on but yeah sound is everything 512 512 is our heart chakra sound so if you listen to binarial beats and you go for a 512 by the way, tell, pe- tell people what 512 means. What do you mean when you say 512? We've got to define 512, our terms a bit. 512 yes. is the frequency, the sound frequency that you're listening to. So vibrations per second. Vibration, yeah. Thank you. That's much better than what yes. I was going to say. Because <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> I just like to clarify things. I like, you know, people you know appreciate it if they know what you're talking about. Do you know what I did right before I got on here? What's that? I used my tuning fork. I knocked it, let it start vibrating. I have a weighted one, and I put it right against my third eye. You like doing that, too. I know that. Oh, I love doing that. It's just like then you deep breath in, and you pull that frequency and vibration all the way down through your body, and you just let it – you just let the the reverb of it just kind of take over a little bit. What does it feel like? I mean, is it just literally you're feeling that vibration all throughout the body? It's the same – like at the same tone? It is instant relaxation. Mm Mm-hmm. So – your body just goes into, and you're, I gotta, you know, I gotta get me one of them. Yeah. I, was supposed I, to get one. I, I think it was like last year I said something about getting one. Yep. I didn't get one. <laughs> these are, these tools though are things that we, okay. So I'm not saying it's going to work for everybody. It's one of my favorite things. I mean, I have all kinds. I've been sitting here holding this right now just because I feel like it, it mm-hmm. you know, and it's actually what is it? pretty. It's a, it is kind very of, pretty. What, what kind it's is a it? lab of, Labyrinth, labor, no. It's an L. I don't it's a, know. It's an L mineral, is what it is. I don't know what it is. I forgot. <laughs> I did. I forgot. This is a. This is a uh, selenite. I know that one. Selenite, yeah. yeah. This is a tiger's eye, and I know this one here. Okay. And I love tiger's eye. It's for courage and strength. And I have a carnelian stone, and that is for your sacral chakra. Hmm. And it's gorgeous. This one, labyrinth or something like that. I just don't remember exactly. But I have different tools that I'll use that I'll just find myself gravitating to just because, you know. And I listen to what my body's telling me, and that's really what it comes down to. Sound is the most effective way of of healing one's body. Period. You're not going to get an argument out of me simply because sound is my strongest hearing, I should say, is my strongest sense. I, it's stronger than any of my other uh, four senses. And so I rely on, on it a lot. I live in it a lot. It's, it's very important to me. Just like many people can you know, visualize an entire picture in their minds. I'm not really mm-hmm. good at that, but I can hear an entire symphony. Orchestra across the board, every single instrument, the violins, the cellos, the, the basses, the, the clarinets, the oboes, I can hear all of them in the way the same, this other people can create an image in their mind. And, and so for me, when you're talking about sound being, you know, like the basis of everything, I say, well, yeah, of course it is. How could it be anything else? Of course. So you understand music though, yeah. in a way. So if you're listening to an orchestra, Neo, do you do that? You can pick out each you can pick out the first chair, second chair, third chair. Which, wh- who's, which section's yeah. playing? What, what part of it? Oh, I'll be. Um, what's the dude name to be up front with the stick? Oh, the conductor. The conductor. Yeah, I go through the rows. Yeah, I go through. There the you rows. go. I don't know how I know <laughs> who sits where, and I, but I bet you I'm right. I bet you I'm right. I bet you like. <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like I'm. I know what's coming from what section, but when I really let it go, it's a beautiful thing. 
that's something you got to be real deep to do. And it's, it's a, it makes music that much better. It does make music that much better. Hey, listen, y'all, do you want a treat? Listen, I have it in my computer. I can share it for a split second. You guys want to see a sample of what I recorded? Yeah, sure. All right, all right. I'm bringing it. All right, bring it up. Let's do it. I'm thinking one of these days I'm going to actually record something that I've been playing and I can share it, but I haven't quite. I would. The sense to do I that. would really love it if you would do that because I think that would be extremely cool. I'm over here looking, trying to figure out how to share screen. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure out what I want to share. I mean, right now I'm doing like fragments of pieces, fragments of songs, uh-huh. fragments of pieces. Like I don't know how well. I mean, Neil, you probably know if you're a classical music fan, Dvorak's uh, New World Symphony. The, the famous Largo movement. I, I've been literally sitting with that and just practicing the first five chords. Just really practicing how they play, and then trying to pick out how the melody goes Oops. after that, and just kind of piecing together my own my own arrangement of it. Can you guys see it? I have to hear it. I'm not good with those names. Can you guys actually yeah. see it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yep. We see it. There it is. It's, it's Our is listeners it up can't on... see it because they're they're listeners, but that's okay. We can see it. Okay, I'm only going to do a couple seconds. I'm not sure what the sound will be like, so hopefully it'll be good. Okay. We're not getting sound. I think. Oh, uh, on your share when you share it, there's a little there's a little checkbox at the bottom that you have to check for the for the audio. I did do that. Did I did you? do that. I oh, did. Oh, we're not getting it. Well, that's rude. Well, it's not rude. That's it's right. just unfortunate. No, it's rude. It's rude of the. I go with rude. I go with rude. You like rude? <laughs> it's mean, yeah, yeah, it's mean. I, my, I'm not, com- not going to anthropomorphize a piece of technology. Sorry, I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> Listen, when it happens to me, I, I can, I'm feeling your pain right now. It, it, it's being. I love it. It is. It's really. It's being rude. I just. I'm cereal with milk and not Cheerios. Hold on. Let's try it one more time. Try one more. All right, one more time, y'all. Just, just, just because. to give it a shot. Yeah. Here, try. actually, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna hit sound. Okay, here we go. Let's see if it works. Can you hear sound? No, not coming through. That's wrong. Okay, oh, well, well, it was so, a good try. So here's what here's what y'all are gonna have to do. Watch tomorrow morning. To watch it. I'm going to have a snippet See, you know, there, cut there's out There's an interesting then. promo right there. All right? We, I wanted to show it to you. I couldn't show it to you. So That's in order really to see do. it and hear it, you're going to have to tune in tomorrow. That's a great promo. I like that. Boom. Yeah. 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 Oh, you know. Yeah, there is. Oh, but where there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> oh, she, where there's a... she is determined. She is, she is woman. She's about to roar. I am woman, hear me roar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. We're way past those days. <laughs> I was wondering how long it would take for you to get the association. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're so past those days. I am woman, hear me Oh, no, 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 no. We, all, we only have to purr now to get what we want. We don't have to roar anymore. I I'll forget it. that. We just purr. Go ahead. Yeah. That's what I want, darling. I like that. As the priestess and a goddess shall do, there is no need to be yelling mm. and no need to be rude. This is true. So it actually really is. Have any of you guys gotten a chance to 
overconfidence things into existence since the last time we we briefly touched on that that new mental exercise I, was I, doing. I haven't really explored that one very much but i was intrigued by it the idea that you could overconfidence something into existence and and i'm, I'm i guess i'm curious to know how you've been using it since then yeah what happened well the first couple of things i tried it on didn't feel good like one was i was driving in the car and i was like you know i'm gonna make it home like obviously i'm gonna make it home not that far and so I started getting cocky about it. And I was like, well, if I'm wrong about this, then, then I'm probably going to get in a car accident. So I said, all right, well, let's not try it on something that big. Mm. <laughs> and as I'm looking for things to try it on, everything I tried it on was just like, all right, let's not try it on that. Because if, you know. So caution is what you were. Yeah. Saying. And so I ended up trying it on the smallest, stupidest thing. And when I, you know, it actually worked, um, I was like, all right, that's cool. I'll start from the bottom and I'll use that muscle work it and knock out everything that way there's no like regression there's no going back I i've taken all it out from beginning to start okay. to finish from a small thing to the big one so i'm in the process of moving my way up there now uh, i haven't remembered to do it a lot in the pet over the weekend because i was out in georgia and uh, that's just constant uh stimulation i was just realizing because uh, the last time we talked about this was a while ago and not everybody listening to the show may have heard that episode so clue people in what do you mean when you talk about overconfidencing something um that point let's say you're shooting a basketball you know you're out drinking with your friends <laughs> and you're just in a competitive nature you're in your you know you made two three in a row and you're cocky and confident yeah you know i'm the best you know i always make them or whatever i make every shot there's a part of you at some point that's going to say, whoa, let me not talk too much trash because I'm, you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to miss eventually. Like the chances of me making this next one are slim. Um, so you pull back on your confidence a little bit. And uh, this can be applied to anything, any goal. And what I was suggesting is you push past that. When you feel like you're being blasphemous or you're just going a little bit too far, being a little bit too arrogant, push past it not out loud don't start talking trash out loud and, and piss everybody off around you and make people look at you differently make it a mental exercise at first but push past it keep that confidence keep it going like there is no smite thee smite thee doesn't exist because you're one with grand creator so you wouldn't smite you you know like with that type of mentality and just just overconfidencing things into existence i like that egotistical well i gotta tell you egotistical everybody dude i love what you're talking about right now because confidence com to be truly confident and walt i apologize i just totally stepped no it's all right on no your, problem on your head there <laughs> egotistical facebook user doesn't have a name what i'm going to tell you is the difference between egotistical and confidence is simple one is up in your head and the other is in your heart. Confidence mm -hmm. is a knowingness about yourself that you realize that you are such a valuable, valuable creature on this planet. Confidence at its, at its extreme state, if it's viewed externally as egotistical, sounds to me like other people might need to do their work. That's an mm -hmm. opinion, not a judgment, but it's a it's an opinion that comes from my own knowingness that when I was in the space of looking at people who were strongly confident and calling them egotistical, most of the time it's because I had no co true confidence. You yeah. see, we are what we are. We are what we see. Don't ever fool yourself mm -mm, mm -mm, because 
It's true. Just like you can see the good in another human being and that is you will own it when you can see the thing that you're calling out because it is also you. Mark, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'll say the difference could be um, the difference be saying, between saying I'm the best in the world and saying I'm better than everyone in the world. You know, well, you could be the best in your world, yeah. Mm. But that, that's what I'm saying. So the difference one one is like confidence. I'm the best in the world. The other is I'm better than you. Ego, mm. you know, the ego, egotistical type Head, of, heart. Type of behavior. So I think that would be like for me. That's how I would differentiate the two. Because you can you can believe that you're the best in the world in your head and just be great a great person. But once you start pointing at other people and saying I'm better than you, then you've crossed over to a different realm, and you'll still produce. Because it, you see people do it all the time, athletes, members, sure. all kinds of stuff. You'll still produce because the law of attraction is what it is. If you truly believe you're going to get it, you're going to, you're going to get it. Um, it's just how you're viewed, the legacy you leave. That's, well, it's also how you view yourself because if yeah. you're viewing yourself as being somebody who has to measure up against somebody else, that's going to define you in a certain way. Whereas if you think of yourself as somebody who's just trying to measure up against the, the standard that he set for himself or herself, that's a different thing. Now, now it's not competing with somebody else. You're just competing with yourself. You're seeing, you know, how much further can I get than the last time I got there? Yeah, I like compersion. Compersion rather than competition. Mm-hmm. Rather than comparison. Celebration. That's why I like Asian talk sh- uh, game shows. Why? Asian game shows. American they- game shows compete against each other. And they're, everybody hates each other because they want the money at the end. Asian game shows everyone competes against the clock. So oh. you can, or some el- some other element, so you can cheer the guy on right next to you. You're happy mm-hmm. if you Aww. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm happy if, if they all win that. anyway. When? I mean, for real. If I see it, look, it, if I have to go to a baseball game, which I don't normally have to. <laughs> I've had you will to. go to the ball game today, yes. and you will enjoy it. I've went to a couple in my life, not a, not a ton. I prefer the theater because I like that better. But if I do go, I'm rooting both teams on. I, and I honestly mean it. Like, I, I hope they both win. <laughs> I, I like, I, and now about these game shows in, in Asia, I'm all about that too. Mm-hmm. I, I'm highlights. I, if they're not the Philadelphia Eagles, I don't care who's going. Honestly, I don't. It could be the, but my yes, second, like her. my you, second you, best team in the league. It could be them against someone else, and I still really don't it's care. Still I'm, when it comes to football, I'm a wide receiver, so any great catch, I'm a fan of. Even when they catch touchdowns against the Eagles, I'm like, that was a good catch. Mm. So that's how I do oh, football. Oh, is that a with, football game? With, yeah, but with every other sport, uh, I just like highlights. I just want to see highlights. I don't care who it is. I'm like, oh, man, that guy did amazing. I know he's feeling great I'm right so, now. Like, you know what? I There's no way. I know already. There's so no way. You're NFL sitting there wasting on. your life. There is no way. I knew you would not be. You may be catching <laughs> highlights, but you're not over there tripping on this thing, on these other. Oh, I love that, Neo. Thank you. Because I don't know about y'all, but I just don't have that kind of time. No. I, I've got important stuff for me to do. Mm-hmm. I clap yeah. for both teams. Yes, I know. See, look, I clap for both teams. Yeah. Hubby Joe coming through. Yeah, well, you know what? And if it really came down to it, if I had to pick a team, it'd be the New York Yankees anyway. <laughs> because if I, you're going to pick a team, you may as well pick 
the best. The winners. The, <laughs> the ones the actually the ones you know are almost a sure shot are gonna do it because they pay the most money. And the only reason I know that is a long lifetime of listening to people about a ball and a bat. And then you know, oh, but I. Sh- but I will tell you that I found a way to appreciate the game deeply. They've got the quite put like that before. I <laughs> I'm not a huge baseball fan, but I've never heard it quite put like that before. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. And, I, and I'm a Yankee fan, like so I'm just sitting back here laughing. I mean, it's just, this is just too much. I know, Jack, about what I'm talking about right now, but apparently I've got an opinion. And look at baseball players have some cute butts, period. <laughs> I love okay. this. So, I'll leave a shifted into another segment. So back to this muscle memory. <laughs> Can I not just condone why I make my have to be tortured into watching it? I got to find something to entertain me. Debbie, you'll appreciate this because when Louise and I met, we met in 1998, which was the last time the Yankees had an amazing, amazing season. And I was torn because I wanted to be with my then girlfriend, future wife, but I also wanted to see them playing these amazing games. They they won 125 games that year. And I, like I was torn. So at, at some point during the year, after we'd been together for a while, I said, I, I really want to watch the game, but I'd like to do it with you. And so she sat and watched with me. She didn't care. She hadn't, she didn't even know who the players were. She knew nothing, but she loved having fun in her own way. So whenever they were playing at home, they play in pinstripes, right? That's the Yankees uniform. When they were playing at home in the pinstripe, she said, well, they're wearing their pajamas. <laughs> and then if they would slide into second base, oh, they got their pajamas dirty. <laughs> <laughs> so I that was how she enjoyed that. the game. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you, and I, I, I don't, I don't believe that women innately are about. Yeah, I want to go root for that baseball game. Yeah, with all you, yeah! rather than getting a facial and a massage. What? Well, let, let's be fair. There are a lot of female baseball fans, and they are genuine. Look, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not there. It's learned behavior okay come on well it's all learned, learned behavior. behavior i mean it's all on. learned behavior now we're back to the muscle in, here in, okay including oh, the yeah, beauty yeah. parlor i mean it's all learned behavior no that's not learned oh. behavior that's just unknowingness I was, I, was I was born, born into football i was born into, into beauty born i was born yeah see yeah. learned behavior my children were not born into football and they are six foot four and six foot seven and they have never played a lick of sports well that's not true Justin did ask to play sports in seventh grade, and he mm. was like six feet tall. And I'm like, huh, what do you want to play? Or no, he maybe he wasn't. No, well, I might you didn't have been say it like grade. that. Did you? Jeez. I said no. I don't know how I said it, but I know because I mean, come on, they're 33 now. Moral of the story was my son went out there to play flag football with all these other little tiny kids mm. that are still haven't even. They're 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 he's six over six feet. And he breaks a little boy's arm the first Ooh. day. And I said, that's it. Then I am not going to, I will not be supporting anything that is that violent ever, ever. So instead he went into the orchestra because my, he was a guitar player and he, then he went into playing viola because he mm-hmm. wouldn't have thought he'd do that. And I did publicity chairperson and I supported them that way rather than music and stuff like that. But sports, 
And I also am not a fan. I'm not a fan of the competition, and I'm not a fan of comparing, yeah. comparing ourselves to other human beings, mm-hmm. saying, and that's why what Neo is saying and what you're saying, Walt, is so powerful, because if we're not comparing ourselves to other people, and yet we're in compersion and celebrating each other, and if we're going to go into competition and you want to compete against yourself, well, I'm just curious, if even if you're competing against yourself, are you going to let yourself down by giving yourself expectations? Go. That's the key. Well, the expectations part, I think, is the key to understanding whether or not you're in competition with somebody else. Because, I mean, I think about the fact that I do support the Yankees. I've been a Yankees fan for most of my life. And I think about how I watch a game. When I watch a game, I I almost don't even see the other team. It's not like they're competing against another team. For me, it's like, you know, one of the players comes up to bat and he either succeeds or fails in advancing a runner. And to me, it's, that's what it was all about. I, it isn't even, it doesn't even matter really who won the game. I mean, it does, but it doesn't really matter. What matters is how did he do in the situation that he wanted to do well in? And if he did well, then I want to celebrate that. Do you say it's your team? Well, I don't own it, if that's what you mean. But, uh, yeah, that's the other thing. That's my team. And I go, I, I don't really oh, you think pay for that, that shit. What? <laughs> what? You, you donated to I, them and I don't even know about that yet. What's up with that? <laughs> It's funny. I had this internal struggle years ago um, when I tr- I knew that I was going to have to release competition, mm. you know, from uh, from mm. the more the more competition, the less competition in my life, the better I'd be. I knew that was a mm-hmm. fact. Yet and still, I'm a diehard Eagles fan. And past that, I'm a football fan. You know, I mm-hmm. I'm, I love playing football. I love playing the video games. And so I was like, man, I definitely can't give it up. It gives me a feeling like no other. You know, it's one of the, I would, in high school, I would choose football over females all the time. Like that was, it was an easy choice. Oh, because you could me. control that? No, because I was great at right. it. Right. Because you were good and at it, was, it and you weren't good at females or what? Explain. No, I was good at that too, but one made me happier than the other. <laughs> no shit. Really? Football. Okay. Can you get to that level of happiness without it? Without football? Yeah. That level? Yeah. That's your challenge right there. You could do if it. You're, if you're measuring, it's hard to level, it's hard to measure happiness levels when you're, when you're like comparing a relationship to a sport because they, you know, like a relationship with my child compared to football, it, it's hard to, they're not on the same type of scale. That's my that. offspring, you know, but when I score a touchdown, it's um, it's just does something to me. Well, plus, when you feel something, what you're talking about is an emotional response. When you have an, an emotional response to something, the first thing that most people don't do when they have an emotional response is say, well, I wonder how that compares to the one I had yesterday. Well, okay, it's all, so but it's always, that's well, not... I love the emotional response or I hate the emotional response. It's never a comparison. I... Right. We don't want to compare it. What I'm suggesting is getting aware of it and pulling it in. Is getting aware of it and saying, ooh, if I like this when I'm at this level, how can I achieve that without the thing? Because I can do this all on my own just sitting here by myself and tap into that energy. Yeah, because that's really what the skill is. If, that's the more, all the more, I'm, yeah. That's, the more ways we can learn to, uh, to just you know, find in. the joy in everything, yeah, everything gets better. So if I, you're I able, in other words, pull, pull mm-hmm. it, there's a good – yeah, but because even Because that's flying. how I feel. When I'm killing it up there and I'm just doing – yeah, that's 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 that feeling. That's probably why I fly. <laughs> and so capturing that and kind of bottling it up 
and, and getting it into those neural pathways. Well, that's what know? we do when we enjoy them. When we enjoy something that's that's physically oriented in some way, we are in effect training our, to use your term, the neural pathways to learn how to enjoy. That's totally. What we're, that, that's what we're doing when we're. That's why we use these things. I mean, we use them and we getting enjoy it, better at it. We get Absolutely. better at it. Right back to that brain yeah. muscle thing. Like everything is, that's why I'm so on it. Everything's kind of leading back that's to right. that. Any mental that's exercise, right. anything you try to do with your mind, be it good or bad or be proactive or you're just daydreaming, you're contributing to something. You're working something, some muscle mm-hmm. and making it stronger, good, that's bad, right. tall, short, whatever it is. So it's like in, in a, when you look at it like that, every moment, once again, Every moment is precious and deserves its individual attention to keep it in a positive state versus autopilot or negative. And after oh, a very so short time. How many times did you wake up today so far? And after a very short time, every one of those moments becomes more and more intriguing to find the joy in. It's like you, you start looking for it after a while, including totally. in moments that you would never have looked at it before. You guys that's are on my, point. That's my biggest thing. I ask people, you got a goal. A big goal. You want it. It's life changing. Yeah, you want it. How bad do you want it? Okay, how many times have you woken up today? <laughs> Two. That's how bad you want it. How many uh, times yeah. are you going to wait? Uh, you got to keep. Yep, you're on That's point. how bad you want it. It's how much you're going to get. So, what do you guys think about this? Okay, so when we are bottling up that feeling, and the reason, like if you go, if you're flying, or if you're playing football, or if you're doing something external from you, you know, my, I'm sitting here saying, but what if you couldn't do those things anymore? What happens to those people who can no longer walk and are now in a wheelchair? How do they resource the same feeling again? So I'm feeling like if we can bottle up what it is that we get from the thing that we do and use it, use it when we're just sitting and just in every moment, every moment, go taking it, that joy. The only and way that is love. to get up here. If you're include anybody, yeah, but if you're going to include anybody, whether in a wheelchair or not, um, cause you can always get there up here and enjoy now, it. I'm saying, here. yo, if you could not fly anymore, I would sit in that chair and I'd smile my ass off while meditating about it. There you go. That's it. That's it in a nutshell. Cause you bottled it up and you've got it resourceable. You've got it resourceable. And that's what I'm that's saying. The only other way to so make it. I think we're onto something here, compartmentalizing our, our neural pathways in our brain to have access to the thing that gives us pure joy. Well, the beauty is we don't actually have to compartmentalize it. All we have to do is, is experience it in our thinking and in our, our interaction. That actually is what does the compartmentalizing. It's not, it's not like you will compartmentalize this right now. No, you just kind of do it and it does the so same thing that's how my brain works. It would be not working your brain. Like my, my brain's compartmentalizing it going, okay, I feel this. I feel this. And but it you, gives but me, you actually give an instruction to your brain, say, okay, you know, store this over here? I actually, I don't know that I do. I guess maybe I do a little bit. Okay, I kept, I captured that. Okay, that one's over there. I got that for later. Yeah. And and it's sort of, yeah, I, I'm a, I like that flavor. I'm going to save it for later kind of girl. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I like that. I'm going to have more of that later. I'm going to put it over here, you know. So really all you had to do is, was experience it, like it, and choose it. And then your, your, your neurosystem took care of the rest. Yeah. You know, but there's this thing about, about dropping into the heart, the heart drop, the mind and heart coherence. That's the most valuable part. Mm-hmm. 
because when we can, because what what Neo talked about was a feeling, like what we're feeling when we're flying, and what we, oh, I love you, oh my god, <laughs> I'm done. Look at that. Yeah, <laughs> it is the, proof of the collective right here. Got to tell people what you're pointing at because most people are listening to audio. Oh my bad. It says mine. Uh, I have this uh, whiteboard behind me that I uh, put notes on when people are talking. Great points and. Um, it says mind car- heart coherence on it. So once she said that, I turned around and pointed at it. Um, it's a couple things from the last summit that are still up there. That's not a great one. It's what it is. Yeah. We too, we too, yeah, we, we mind in what, in that coherence, that, that even flow of connection between our heart and our mind. What I've noticed is, that it's a gentle space of ease and grace without anything else involved. And when we pull from any experiences outside of us that we can pull and use for our benefit in that moment of ease and grace, nothing, that's it. And, but every moment, I mean, that's a challenge. Can I go from, like Walt said when we started the show, I'm pretty high vibing right now. I wonder how high I can get. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's, that's part of, you can think of it as a challenge or you can think of it as an opportunity. That's the way I kind of thought about it at the beginning of the show. It was more like it was an opportunity. Like I, I'm already here. I'm, I'm already at, 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 at the Y. Yeah. How high can I go? How high is up? <laughs> how high can you go? How, oh, that's like mm-hmm. opposite of how low could you go? It like is. How yeah. high could you go? This is reverse limbo. Yeah. Reverse here limbo. You go. I got something yeah. else for you guys. Something else okay. I had been, I wanted to work on. I want you guys to try this okay. with me. Um, I really wanted to focus on space, like the space between me and the computer, you know, the, the air, the space that what, what makes up 99.999% of the world. I, mm-hmm. I never give that any attention. I'm always focused on what I can see, mm-hmm. you know, or even if you're thinking about air, you're not thinking about space. You're thinking about the air around you. It's occupying the space between you and that house next door, but it, it, that's not the space. I'm talking about the space that's between and molecules and stuff, all that, all that space. So just giving that some attention and seeing what it yields, it's something, it, I believe it starts to produce, you know what I say like this, I believe that it's thankful that you're giving it your attention, your energy dollars. You know, I say every every second you're giving another dollar to, every moment you're giving another dollar to spend on something else, drama, pain, whatever. Uh, it's appreciative that you're spending your energy dollar on it. So it kind of like sprinkles that goodness all over your life as opposed to manifesting a car or a promotion. It's like an overall general sprinkle. Is it? Try it with me. Try it with me. I try, you know, I like to field test things and see how it is. It's something I've never done before, but well, it's you're touching to on something. Stay. You're touching on something that I think is important because we, we're kind of all dancing around the idea that we already kind of assume that we live in a world of energy. We live in a source energy world. All of what we have is built from source energy. We are creators. We're creating stuff all the time, yada, yada, yada. But we're also, like you said, we're living in, in a world where there is space. And the question that comes to my mind in that context is, isn't the space part of the source energy? Oh, yeah. It's 99.9% of it is and just so, space. So here's here's the follow up question. Since it is, we're I think we're all in agreement on this. Since it is part of that source energy, then when we're focusing on space, are we focusing on anything but source energy? Because we don't really perceive anything. I mean, we we say okay, there is space, but we don't really have any perceptions about it other than it's space. Yeah. 
So that there's pretty no, much leaves it. Leaves there's it no want thing. for it, like looking, like visualizing money. There's no yeah. need for it, like visualizing a new house. Yeah, it's just it's an just unbiased. Kind of, hey, but it's I'm pure source. It's pure source. So know. what you're what you're talking about is you're talking about focusing on pure source. I love that. Yeah, yeah, Give that it. is what it I, is. I when I'm riding the golf cart, sometimes I'll put my hand out and I'll feel the wind, and then I'll transition my mind from feeling wind to feeling uh, space. And yeah, it, it's better if you're like not moving because then you could just like kind of might sound or weird, but everyone in Radio Land, uh, I'm squeezing my hand. And it's just like I'm squeezing that space, like giving it that kind of energy. Like it's actually a ball in my hand that I'm squeezing and just appreciating it. It's in every cell or around every cell and uh, atom of your body. You know, it's all around you. It's out of space. It's everywhere. And there's so much of it. The amount of matter that's actually here in comparison to that is is so minuscule. That's so not the truth. So. What about bending spoons? What about bending spoons? Well, you know that you can do that. I have been told. I yeah. haven't tried it, but yes. So I made so a that's... movie about it called The Matrix. You didn't see it? <laughs> no, I'm no Neo. I missed. Your... I, I did see it actually. But what I'm going to tell you all is that that's another thing that Pam teaches in her quantum course. I haven't uh -huh. taken. This is now this quantum course is ridiculous. It's auracolors.com. Oracolors.com. Go find the. I could upload a, a five-minute uh, training she did that we had on Women Rising the other night. Pam is the Pam. She was featured on on the View, Doctor Oz, and oh. that's she teaches people to bend spoons, which is basically a fun manipulation of energy that Neo is talking about, that Walt is talking about with space, with frequency and vibration. She teaches you how to alter your reality in front of your eyes by using a tangible object. Well, not just a tangible object, but she's also teaching you to do something that on a, a sort of a fundamental level that we all experience as just being part of the 3D D world, we kind of conclude, well, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. And so when you actually can do it, now all of a sudden you've given yourself some evidence that you didn't think existed in the first place. Uh, oh, you can. You uh, Well, I haven't done it yet, but, you know, Joe, if we're going to do this. We're telling you this quantum course is rad so far it's actually a workshop that she did in person where they videotaped the whole thing that's what this quantum course is and it is extensive three days eight hours a day quantum wow. quantum jumping quant learning all about how to tap truly into the quantum field now, coming from my work I did that I did after researching and, and studying Burt Goldman, I was quite fascinated because I know that these things are true and I know it's possible because I've done some of them. So I suggest that we use life as an experiment always and keep seeing what works and what doesn't. Now, is Bending Spoons going to help any of us? Probably not. But you know what it might do? It might prove to me that I have more power than I think I do. Well, exactly. That's the point. When you when you. When you pull off something like that that seemed impossible before, now it no longer seems impossible, your perception of what's possible just expanded. Yeah, the fact that you said pull off, it set the whole tone for that whole sentence. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. pull off is like, it's not likely. <laughs> yeah. It just gives that sentiment automatically. Yeah. Uh, semantics, semantics, or semantics or everything. How do you say it? Yeah. 
I think that's why I, I, I was looking for a phrase and, and I almost didn't go with that one. And I said, no, that really is it because that's the feeling behind it. Like, well, yeah, I really can't do that. And then you do it. That's I, it. Uh, when anytime I get a chance to stare at the stars, I, I, I give the old countdown, the old five, you know, or, and taking note to everywhere your mind goes as you try to stay as confident as you, as you can that there's a star going to shoot across the sky mm. when you say zero. Um, it's really a good audit, I guess you could say, of how you react to things. Um, that's also a good way to practice, though, getting that kind yeah. of stuff under wraps. So, yeah, that's another thing. I love stars. I'm a sucker for a view. I love it. Have you ever noticed, like, you'll say something and it shows up right away? Yeah, I'm waiting. Oh, yeah. We're in a faster paradigm. We're in a faster, the the shifts are happening faster and faster. And the more that we're willing to focus on our frequency and only worry about our frequency and quit tripping about anything that's outside of that, the faster we're going to do exactly what we want. But the real trick is, are you okay with where you're at? You guys want me to share you, share a story? Sure. It's personal. All right, Joe, I'm going to share a story, personal story. Hopefully I've got your permission to share about our experience that we just went through this week. Give me a yes or no, please. Hurry up. I'm waiting. You're watching my, com- you're watching I, my communication. I'm, I'm going to, I'm, if you have to ask that question, I'm going to go with no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Actually, I am being respectful and asking, not permission. I am making a request. Making a yeah, request. See, you and that is a yes. Request. Okay. We got a yes. So there we go. Well, because if it involves, if it involves just me, I'm talking. I don't care what. If it involves both of us, I'm going to be, no. So you all saw how that worked. Okay. So I get like, I know I get a, I get like a, I get to get something special. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, so not not because, yes, tell us the story. So uh, we have been looking to buy a house. We found the cutest freaking house. It was so adorable. I was in mm-hmm. desert. It was, it would have been a lot of fun things and all this. So everything's moving along and we hit a big pickle, a big stopping point, And it doesn't look so good anymore. It all looked fabulous there for a minute. And I'm like rocking into that. I'm all, I'm certain this is done. Well, it Find it, come to find out, we had some things come up, and it's not done, and that house is not it. So there's all these things, though. It's really simple. You know, I never, I never was disappointed, and I wasn't sad, and here's why. In my life, in the last few years, I have learned quite, quite profusely to love life where it's at when you have nothing. My gratitude for the fact that we didn't need the house. We didn't have to have the house. Mm. We didn't need somewhere to move to. The fact that I sat back and I said, the universe has got my back. I don't know what's up right now. The universe has got my back. Now, I'm going to share the part that I had to ask Joe about first because I'm going to share something private. So we... We're so confident that we went ahead and took a risk, and I'm so proud of us for taking a risk, and we went ahead and had the inspection done, which is like a grand, okay? And then that evening, find out that it fell through. All right. So the next morning, we've got to pay the inspector. Mm. Joe's feeling a little wonky about paying the, you know, paying for this thing, for this house that fell through and all this, and I'm That's like, understandable. Well, 
And I do. I, I fully understand that. But my perspective on it was we took a risk. We did not not take the risk. We took the risk. Sure. It wasn't a failure. We put food on someone's table because we hired them to do a job that they do. Number one. Number two, if you bless the money that you're paying out rather than regret the money that you're spending, being grateful for the fact that you had it. And number two, being grateful for the blessings that it's going to bestow upon the person that's receiving it. The abundance will come full tilt boogie on fire 10 times, 10 times, 10 times that which you just donated to, you know, and then today, uh, today, uh, they, she, the owner of the house that, that we're not buying after all, wanted a copy of the inspection report. And I smiled thinking to myself, and if that helps her sell the house, then God bless it. That's even better. Blessing that, which is not in, it didn't serve you, but it serves somebody else is the greatest way of be, to be of service. And if you want to manifest something in your life, do it this way. So Joe, thank you for letting me share about, you know, your, how you were feeling about it. But how I, that's how, what you're getting is my response to him literally in text. Maybe not verbatim, but that's but, my but vibe. What you're, talk, what you're talking about is finding a way to appreciate that which you would not normally have wanted to appreciate. Oh, and, God, yeah. And, and you expressed it in a way that, that was representative of how it was helping other people. But truthfully, it was also helping yourself. You were helping yeah, yourself was. to that higher vibrational space mm. just by deciding to look at it differently and, and think about it differently and feel about it differently. And you're right. That, how, that can't possibly work out any other way than more good stuff coming. It just has to. Key word being deciding. Yes. Make yep. a decision. Because it is gonna a decision. Let it, is it going to be for you or against you? We took a risk, man. And as far as I'm concerned, that makes us badasses. <laughs> well, it does. Because the only thing that the only time that you won't win is when you don't ever take a risk. Because you can't. If, you, if you're not going to take know? a risk, there's no way to win. You won't and know. Wanna, no one will know. I want to throw this stank on everything about that story. I posted a link just now. It's a video. It's this little saying I came up with years ago that has really helped me out. And it goes like this. No matter what you ask for in life, you'll be shown, if not proven, that you cannot have it. And it's how you respond to that emotionally determines if and yeah. when you get it. So I, I say it again. No matter what you ask for in life, you'll be shown, if not proven, doors will slam in your face according to how big it is. If it's a lottery ticket, yeah. They're going to show you another. They're going to show you that you lost it. What are you going to do? Are you going to run to Facebook and cry about it? <laughs> are you, you going to say no? It, it is an I option. I refuse to believe that I lost it. I'm winning the lottery. Boom. You know, that's that's a solid example of that. And people might hear that. All right. I won the lottery 13 times in one year. That what? was when my that was when my Facebook kind of like took off was that when after that happened, none of them were the big one. The biggest one was like five G's. But still, I wasn't buying a lot of tickets. I was using the same mental exercises, and it was working. And that's what it's all about. And if you ever really want to challenge yourself, buy a lottery ticket and see where your mind goes as you're reading off the numbers, as you're comparing them to the screen and trying to stay confident. That'll tell you that tell you how mentally weak you are. I want to say mentally strong because you feel weak. But but that's what that is. That's an exercise. That's I mean, that is literally an exercise. You talked about yeah. that muscle up top. That's exercising the muscle up top. And it's really the muscle in the heart, too, like Debbie was saying. But you're exercising so, it. You're working it. So just remember when that door closes, if you can and, – and, and this is why this is beneficial. When the door closes, you get the phone call and the email that says, no, you can't, just like Debbie got. At that moment, 
once you condition your mind, you won't go to a pity party. Oh my God, why is this happening to me at all? You'll recognize where you're at in the game. You asked for something. The universe said no. The next step in the game is like tennis. Next step is the ball is in your court. How are you going to respond to the universe saying no? I'm in the middle of the game. That means I'm about to get what I want. I'm happy at this bad news. It's You can get there. Once I got there. I got exactly what you just said. I feel you. I got you. That's a great way to wind it up, too. That's a great way to wind up the show. So, hey, guys, this has been wonderful. Catch you next Friday. It's going to be good. Thank you, live streamers. Thank you, podcast listeners everywhere. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.